Hello, my name is Jocelyn Le Camus and welcome to the Great Design Week podcast. I am the CEO of Rutsubo, a Japanese company. And right now we are working on some metaverse projects and also on a lot of projects for web design, I mean for web uh, company. Great. <laughs> I've been. I I told you before that I was really excited to talk to you today, and uh, it's definitely very strange to make a video review of somebody's website and then actually talk to them like a couple weeks later. Well, actually, we were like uh, when we saw your video, we were so happy because normally when you make websites, uh, you're going to publish it. You probably have to get some like, well, it's cool, or I mean, some few messages on like Facebook, Twitter, and everything. But you don't have like uh, some big feedback, or maybe you will get the feedback from your clients if you make a website for a client, and they will say, "Okay, yeah, it's cool," and that's it. But like having some people like they are commenting everything about the website, it's like oh, it was so nice. Oh really? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. To, to be honest, I even sent the, the video you made to my mother, so she was like, so she she was very happy. Like, okay, uh, yeah, I don't know, it was great. Thank you. Aww. I'm so glad I, what she she thought um I I make those videos because um it's just like a really fun hobby to have and I learn so much about like how other people take information like different things that people can do um because mm. I love developing uh with with webflow and so I try to think of like how this person accomplished this would I be able to do it with this or what kind of integrations I could do and with yours it was it was probably like one of the the best websites that I I've seen uh and and like the website that I'm talking about is uh, Itsubo. Am I saying that right? Yeah, you are right. It's Itsubo. Yeah. I'm really uh interested in that because uh, I actually uh, in the video did I look up like what it meant? Uh I think oh, yeah, I did Google yeah, yeah. Translate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so actually yeah, yeah, I saw you translate the name and so I think if you the so the name is Itsubo and if you ask I think 95% of Japanese if you ask them what does it mean, Utsubo, what does it mean? They will say it's uh, what you found on Google Translate. It means like the rail, I think. Yeah, morail. Yeah, Mo oh, sorry, morail. And so, yeah, normally Utsubo means morail, but uh, our name so come from uh, Utsubo Park. So there is like, um, uh, so with my co-founder, uh, we were like in the same company in Japan. And so we decided, okay, we're going to make a business in Japan by ourselves. And we were always talking in Utsubokoen, like, so there is a nice park very close uh, through the office. And Utsubo uh, is like the way it's written, it's writing. So most of the Japanese, they can't read because, you know, like there is so many uh, Japanese characters in the Japanese language. And there is sometimes there is some characters that Japanese are never using and they will, most of the people, they won't be able to read it. So the name mm. of the park is quite difficult to read and it's, I mean Utsubo and Utsubo is like the how to say um it's a samurai piece of armor like uh, you you know you put the arrow in some kind of, it's some kind of tube and you can put arrow oh, in it. yeah so it's very I mean it's very specific name but the name is from uh Utsubo Park actually oh that's so interesting yeah, yeah I a lot of the the things that um uh I don't know they're like so many I, I don't think I'd seen a website like that in, in in maybe ever or in a long time. But that that that's really interesting. So when when you uh, came up with with the name, um, yeah, like where were you? Like were you like at the park or were you just talking with the other people that 
you started the the company with? Yeah, yeah. So I was talking with my co-founder. We were talk- thinking about a lot of website. Uh, sorry, a lot of name for the for the company. And yeah, we were at the park, and at what point we say, I mean, Utsubo is so like almost every people can pronounce it, and it's like it sounds nice. I mean, soft. And so, okay, why why not this name? Because we are in the park, we are always here, and so nice. It's like, it's. I think it's like uh, symbolized way uh, very well um, the company. Like we want something like people can enter easily and like feel comfortable. I think like some, that kind of experience in terms of UX, even if we make like very technical websites. That's, mm. So yeah, so the, the name was nice, and so okay, let's go for this one. <laughs> Interesting. So, um, uh, in in like the whole scheme of things, you're very unique. At least to the when I first heard about you, because I I hear the French accent and I <laughs> have the Japanese time zone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then like uh, uh, you, I, I do a, a deep dive on people before I meet them, and and I I saw like tweets about ux like way way before i even knew what ux was and i feel like a lot of people didn't know what that term was so like that all seems really interesting so i i guess i if you would be okay with it we could start kind of like from the very beginning on on uh where you're from so i'm from france uh i think you can hear it with my accent (laughs) um so I don't know what, 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 what do you want to start like, <laughs> like from the childhood or like yeah yeah study? so like so like uh, uh like where did you grow up like uh, okay what what part right. of France so at I mean at first my few start I mean my early beginning I was I spent some time in Africa uh in oh, like really? uh, Hong- yeah, yeah I mean like for my two two or three years first three years. Uh, then uh, with my family, we moved to Martinique. It's like a so, small Caribbean island. Uh, near, I think not far from America, from USA. And then after I moved to France from six years old, and I spent most of my time in uh, the south of France in a very small village. Uh, so it was quite, maybe too small. For, I mean, too small for me because like... Um, <laughs> Only in summer, there is a lot of people gathering to the to the city for like uh, the beach and everything. But apart from that, it's quite. Uh, I mean, there is uh, almost nothing to do in the in the in this village. So yeah, I spent most of my uh, maybe until eighteen years old there, and then I moved to uh, another city uh, for my study. So it was like two years uh, technical university. So it's like a new university where you can when you have uh, lesson about like uh, design, uh, development, uh, like uh, making movies, uh, making audio editing and everything. So you can like uh, learn a lot of like fields in the multimedia uh, parts. But um, I mean, the only thing is like, so if you just, you are going just to cover like the basic parts of the of all these fields. So you have to, like, if you want to find your way, you have to work by yourself. And I have been very uh, attracted by Flash. So maybe you don't know. Oh, yeah. I uh, saw that in your um, uh, uh, job descriptions that you are yeah. a, uh, a Flasher with a U. 
<laughs> and I'm like, I think that yeah, means Adobe true, Flash. <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, Flash with a U is, uh, is, is French, <laughs> actually. Also, well, to Americans, uh, anything that has an extra U it tends to be just like the British version of uh, okay. <laughs> spelling things. We always uh, are like, oh, we can just simplify it. We don't need that extra, extra <laughs> letters. They add nothing. <laughs> but when it comes okay. to speaking French, I'll, I'll give you a pass on that one. <laughs> <laughs> So 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 yeah. Well, I spent my my first few years um, focusing on like uh, Adobe Flash. So for the people who don't who doesn't know what is it, because now it's like dead, uh, thanks to Apple. Um, Adobe Flash was like some kind of like um, how to say. At first, it was an animation tool for the web. So normally, you couldn't do anything like very like interactive or very creative on the web. Uh, before because like all the browsers were very uh, limited and so I do Adobe Flash came with this uh, with some kind of plugin you can in- install uh, on your browser and then you will access to some like very interactive uh, experience so almost I mean now we uh, how to say we are more we can we have more possibility more creative possibility now but like I would say like uh, six years ago uh, I mean, Flash was still, I mean, I will offer more capabilities in terms of like creativity. So yeah, Flash was an animation tool. And also you can, at what point they made some kind of of, uh, development option. So you you can really be like very, very creative. There is like so many websites that was very amazing. Even like for today, like, uh, yeah, I just remember so, so, so many websites that impact me. Uh, when I was young and so yeah, it really makes me want to, to learn Flash. So I spent like uh, a lot of my time uh, studying Flash. And then after my two years of technical university, uh, I joined Goblin School. Mm, okay. So I don't know if you heard about it. I, I saw it, but I, I, I've never heard okay. of the name before. Okay. So Goblin is like, especially very famous for 3D animation. It's like they have like one of the best uh, 3D animation like lesson. I, I don't know, their class in the world. So you even have like a, so normally like the students that will make some kind of uh, project end of the year project after mm-hmm. maybe four or five years of study. And I know that's like maybe one or two or three projects uh, they went to the Oscar in USA. They have been selected to the Oscar. So. Yeah, like the school is very, very famous for 3D animation. I, I recommend everybody to just uh, see the YouTube YouTube channel of Goblin School uh, mm. because I have like so, so you can see like the 3D, I mean, so yes, um, 2D or 3D animation uh, student movie and like they're always amazing and so, so creative. So it's, it's a very good way of like to get inspired. And yeah, so this, uh, this school, they also offer like, um, uh, like uh, multimedia, I mean, web, uh, UX, uh, like uh, courses in two years. And what's really good about it is like, uh, so you have like 10 designer and 10 developer in the same class. And so only 10. they will also, only yeah, 20 only 10. People? It's very, only That's 20 very people. very small. It's very small and it's very <laughs> difficult to enter like because a lot of, because Goblin is like very famous and like uh, it's, free, I mean, the school is free. And oh, wow. okay. also like you have like a one week at the company and one week at school. So you even get paid uh, during your, during your oh, time. Wow. So it was like, yeah, it was amazing. 
and especially that Gobla is like, uh, I mean, very, very famous. So when you finish your, your study, like it will be very easy for you, for you to find a, a job. And yeah, so it was very interesting because, uh, because you have with, I mean, we have like, we have 10 developer and 10 designers that will always have to interact with each other and you have to make a, a lot of like, uh, projects at the end of the year. And uh, it was like, yeah, so interesting. You can like, uh, confront your point of view and everything. So yeah, it was, it was really cool. And yeah, I really loved my time in, in uh, the school of Goblin. So yeah, and from, from so- that, I just, uh, just became freelance that's that's crazy like so at the last place i think that does that in the u.s and they, they just stopped was uh cooper union it was like if you got uh-huh. into that school and it was it was a di- design school if you got into that school your mm-hmm. tuition would be free but it was like extremely difficult and and yeah. like they only selected a few number of students what was it like when you uh when you realized that you got in yeah, I was, uh, I was happy. I still even remember like, uh, the day I, I received the, the answer. Like uh, I was, so I was uh, chatting with some other people. Uh, I, I didn't met, but, uh, I, yeah, maybe we found, we met each other in, uh, like a, a board, I think, mm. or some kind of Reddit. And we were both applying to Gobla at the same time, but we never met each other. So we were talking about like uh, when, when, when we would get the result and everything. And, yeah, we get the result at the same time, and we both like uh, been been selected. And yeah, it was it was amazing. It was amazing. I was uh, I was at the, uh, I think I was uh, at uh, some kind of web agency for an internship. I was finishing my internship mm. uh, uh, for my uh, two years of uh, uh, how to say two years two years of school at uh, technical uh, design mm. school. So kind of like so, yeah, high school before college. Uh, so sorry. Yeah, I'm always like confused with uh, college. So I, so yeah, <laughs> so you have high school and like then you get you get graduated. Yes. And then yes. you have like some kind of so technical university. It's like two years post, uh, like diploma. I think. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, so you're saying like like um. So in the U.S., uh, you have you're a little kid. You go to kindergarten. Uh, yeah. you are in grade school, which is, uh, from first grade to 12th grade. And then when you're 12th, when you're in 12th grade, you're like 18 years old, 17 years yeah. old. And then you go to college, uh, for those like four years. So, uh, where, where were you right after kind of like the 18 age? So after 18, I was like some kind of college. So it's a technical it. university, technical university. So it's like two Got years. It. Two years. Yes. And then... After I had met uh, John Goblin School for also two years, oh, so wow. it's quite it's quite confusing for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> even Japan has another system, so it's like I'm always like mixing all the system all together. What was just Japan system like? Uh, so they have like um, I think it's wait, it's four, four, three years, something like that. Uh, oh, four, four, so and then three. Something wait, or four, four, four. Yeah, I'm so confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's different. A... That's the difference. <laughs> so, um, uh, is your 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 parents both from France as well? Yeah, exactly. What were you doing in Africa when you were really little? So my father was um, how to say in English. Uh, he was uh, part of like some governmental. Uh, organization from France and they were like mm. uh, supporting like American uh, African 
country how to invest uh, their money for like to make bridge or to make oh. uh, some kind of insulation so how like the i mean france can fund some like a bridge and everything in africa or how we can like support uh, african country to say okay you can if you make this road is going to improve your economy so he was oh, doing that job yeah. So he was, uh, he was working in the government, or he was like in engineering. In, in the government, it was like a quite uh, top level. What part of Africa were you in? Uh, I was in like so. Normally, it was called Zaire. Okay. And then the name changed for Congo now. Oh, okay. Do yeah. Do your uh, parents tell you any memories of what it was like to live there? Because I don't know if you would remember at that age. I don't remember most. Yeah, I don't remember much of it. But yeah, it was, I mean, it was very different. So, like, uh, so maybe the only thing I remember, I just remember a bit was like a uh, swimming pool, I think. We have swimming a swimming pool. pool and, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then also, like, you raise so many uh, uh, animals you can net, like, uh, monkey and everything so it was like uh, i know they, they they went to a zoo or something like that and you can like interact close with monkey and everything so yeah i think like we i have some like videos and everything it was like uh, nice Aww. to see yeah were you born there no i i'm born in france and right away right after i came to <laughs> africa yeah so oh, I, my, uh... I, traveled, I traveled a lot that's I remember um uh my my mother uh had this job when I when I was a little kid uh she was it was like a traveling sales job and I remember mm-hmm. I was uh I don't remember but she tells me that uh when when I was born um I was on a plane I think within like I think within like five weeks or something like Whoa. that <laughs> yeah so Whoa. we might have had like a similar <laughs> experience that neither of us remember <laughs> <laughs> so um and then your your parents um decide to move where was the next place in in so it the was caribbean? martinique martinique, martinique? In, like so yeah. small Car- Car- caribbean island yeah and so, yeah i spent maybe like uh, two or three four years something like that there but i still i remember more this uh this place and yeah it was it was amazing uh also my swimming pool and <laughs> I just remember the beach and some kind of like spicy chicken. That was amazing. <laughs> so I guess, it's yeah, very I specific. It's very specific, but it was very good. And I, I dream, I, I dream to go back and and eat some kind of spicy chicken over here. So did you? You went to school there, I'm guessing. Uh, no, I just um, I think oh, or at only like yeah, um, preschool, I think. Mm, okay yeah i went to preschool there yeah and after when i reached six years old then we moved back to france and uh do they speak uh french in martinique i'm guessing it sounds french. yes 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 they speak <laughs> french and they also have like uh what we call cre- creole so it's okay. like a mix between like french uh maybe small uh, just a bit of english and then like some kind of african language a mix so it's a mix uh but I don't speak. I don't remember. I used to speak small Creole world, but no, oh, really? I yeah. <laughs> it's, I, it's I, very nice. I used to speak a little French from high school, but right. also <laughs> I probably don't much anymore. 
I remember the the one thing that our French professor he said, "Hey, I know a lot of you probably aren't going to speak French in uh in college because you'll probably have other majors. You might not take mm-hmm. continue learning French." Um, but he, for some reason, he was very passionate that we know how to say um uh, and I'm gonna say it very wrong, so forgive me. But he was like every every day he started the class by saying, "How do you say peanut butter and jelly sandwich?" It was on sandwich au beurre. Uh, oh, do kakua et confiture. <laughs> we started that every class for like two Ready? weeks. <laughs> only saying, and, that, and that's the only thing I remember. Actually, I, I'm pretty sure we don't use it at all in French this year. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why you decide to, to teach you this one. But, but uh, he, he also said that you guys don't um, eat a lot of peanut butter there anyway right it's not like a big thing there eat, eating peanut mm, butter <laughs> not really <laughs> so we, we eat we eat sandwich we love sandwich but yeah uh, yeah i mean beurre, uh, beurre de cacahuete i think so beurre, yeah. beurre butter we love butter but ca- beurre de cacahuete like we don't eat <laughs> most of the time yeah it's really not so something french but yeah, like he... the, the, the feeling would be like i mean it's a good way to to train your tongue i think <laughs> he um yeah he he was very very funny it was a very uh and I, I remember him well um but so uh so you you were there and um uh you you were there until kind of like what age you said like six years old or something like yeah, that. yeah six years old yeah. okay okay and so uh what what prompted that move back to france uh just so my father changed job and then oh. we moved back to to france do you remember that move? Because you probably didn't remember the move there. I, yeah, no, I don't. Actually, I don't really remember like uh, when we moved back. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially, I, I just know that we moved back from like a very nice Caribbean island, and then we at first we moved back to like the north of France, so it was very cold. So I guess like <laughs> there is like <laughs> a big impact uh, about this. But no, I don't. I don't really remember this uh, part of my life. Okay, and so you you came back to France. You you were kind of like elementary school age. Um, yeah, and yeah, exactly. Was this like the first time you were actually living there full time, like not just there to yeah. see family? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Was that oh, a yeah. little strange, of always being seen as like, oh, I am the French person, and now I'm actually in France. <laughs> well, I, I think like because Martinique is France. Uh... I mean, there is there was not a not a huge like uh, cultural gap, I think, and yeah, no, I get, I get very used uh, right away to the to this new life. Um, I mean, it was very different indeed, um, of course, obviously, but yeah, it was like I get friends right away, and then well, it came like a normal life, like uh, very fast. Do you have any uh, siblings? Yeah, I have two sisters. Uh, one is like one year uh, younger than me and one is like uh, three years younger than me. Okay. So I'm guessing uh, both of them were around, uh, were both of them around in Martinique? Or, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, the bo- everybody's born in France and like, so there is a lot of like going <laughs> forth, I think. <laughs> a lot of back but, and forth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think that I mean both my sisters and she they don't don't remember much like uh, Martinique and especially Africa. Yeah, they don't they don't remember at all. I think. 
Mm-hmm. What what kind of things were you interested at that that time in your life? Do you had did you, was it like hobbies that you had or things you were like super into? I was super into um, archaeology. Like I love like um, pyramids, uh, ancient Ooh. Greece, uh, dinosaur, because like I think it was Jurassic Park was. Uh, releasing the first one was releasing <laughs> at the time so yeah uh, so that was like one of my passion and also I was like uh, a lot into Lego Lego uh, to other this pair Lego like small oh, Lego Lego, Lego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you liked you like building things and and you like yeah. seeing like dinosaurs and dinosaur bones and stuff like and that. Make, making <laughs> making stories for myself and that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I was into that kind of stuff. Huh. So, uh, what, what kind of things did you like doing with your friends at that time period? A lot of. I mean, we were spending a lot of time at the at the beach also uh, because we have a beach not far from from home. Um, apart from that, yeah, we spend like time, like yeah, small. I mean, soccer, uh, as we say in USA. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for making the adjustment for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, soccer. I mean, a lot of sports. Uh, we were also like, uh, I think. Um, I mean, there is like many games. Uh, you know, uh, school school children games. So I at that time it was. Uh, I'm sure I will pronounce pronounce it bad, but it should like pog, if you will, I mean, if you know, it's like some kind of like uh, round, uh, how to say, round like some kind of circle with some kind of design, and then you can play with it and you can trade. It's like oh, a lot of concept, yeah. oh I think I might. Oh, here, let's figure this out. So, like, wait, so it's like a it's like a paddle, and then you have the the ball, and then there's a string that attaches it. Is that what no, you're talking no, no. about? No, it's more like um, how to say, not not sheet of paper, but uh, like a quite thick, like a sheet of paper, I think. And like there is some kind of design, and there is like a lot of like design you can make. And mm. yeah, we we were just like playing with that kind of stuff. It's, it's just like a trading card game, but uh, with another design. It was very oh. famous at my time. So if you don't, <laughs> if it's not into you, it's like I, I start to feel very old now. <laughs> there are some things that even like like uh, my my older friends, like two years older than me, there were like things that they loved playing with. And then I'm like, like, I think one of the things like Yu-Gi-Oh cards that, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah like those are, th- that was like, like my my older cousins would love playing them and i'm like i i don't know what's going on i have pokemon cards and i have (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so that that's that's really that's really interesting that you like um like i don't know would did you have any like exposure to um like uh art and or computers or anything like that at that time that uh mm -hmm. so at first i mean even uh, I will feel very old, but we didn't have like a computer until I was age uh, 12, something like that. And like there is internet was a, a bit later. And, but uh, there is one of my mother friend who was like very into like computer. And so he was giving some kind of lesson, uh, uh, you know, how to interact with windows and everything. And yeah, when I start to, play with the computer and it was like teaching me everything 
I just fell in love with uh, with uh, with the thing. And I also, I think maybe because that with video, I was also at one point I was into video games. Uh, so yeah, it's also make me like want to do something. At first, I was thinking about like, okay, why not making video games uh, in the future? Because I was like very very passionate at one point. So yeah, that's why I decided. Okay, I I want to do something related to a computer or like video game. Do you uh, kind of remember your first interactions with the computer at your family's house? Yeah, I th- I, th- I think it was for Christmas probably. Uh, so my mother like she set up the computer in the night and like Aww. we have some kind of game. Uh, so it was maybe like a Disney uh, the first game we made. I mean like some kind of educational like game so it was like disney mulan oh yeah mulan (laughs) mulan yeah so yeah it was yeah i just remember like we have that kind of game we can play with and you have like some educational stuff and everything so it was like very very fun uh so yeah i remember quite vividly like when i get the, the computer yeah it was great i uh um it's it's kind of like a memory i just like thought of yesterday um but i i was trying to think of like the first time i interacted with like computers and spending a lot of time Mm -hmm. in programs and stuff like that and i think mine was um actually like uh microsoft powerpoint (laughs) i thought it was like the coolest thing ever when i was okay fourth grade in the u.s is like you're eight years old nine years old so kind of like around the same point in your timeline um uh, and I, I don't know why, but I was like obsessed with, with dogs and stuff like that. And yeah. I would like write these like book reports on dogs. I don't know why in Microsoft PowerPoint, <laughs> just because I thought it was so cool that you could like copy and paste the photos mm. and I'd be like working forever. And then for some reason I would like print them out and like give them to my teacher. And yeah. she didn't ask for this. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> asked for this. But I was just, I was just like, oh my gosh, isn't this so cool? Like I made this on the computer, and she's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I have that, that kind of memories. Like, yeah, I was spending time in words and like doing stuff with it, but like, yeah, non non stuff. I, it was yeah, playing with a with a computer and creating some stuff. Even it was like very simple. Was like very like uh, very cool actually. So I, yeah. I can understand your feeling. <laughs> so um. Uh, you're you're kind of like uh, going through elementary school in the U.S. We call it like elementary school and middle school is yeah. kind of like the ages of um, maybe like 12 to 14. Uh-huh. So okay. um, in between that time, like, were there any other things that you started getting really interested in or were there like, classes that you took or gifts that you got that you're like, oh, I didn't know that this is a thing that could happen. This is so interesting. I think at that point, uh, I think yeah, Pokemon was uh, starting yeah. to 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 grow up. Uh, so I just uh, I was very into video games and especially like reading uh, magazine about video games, what was going to happen. And so yeah, I just saw some kind of like a paper about uh, Pokemon in Japan, and it was so strange. All this, you know, like the Japanese character and everything. Like it was the first time for me to. to to be connected with Japan and yeah I was uh, quite fascinated about these like monsters and like there is so many stories about like how it's so popular everywhere 
And so yeah, I was very like impatient. And I just remember like waiting for Pokemon to release. And yeah. Yeah, doing I, I everything for to get it. Like begging my mom and my, my dad to okay, I want Pokemon. So when was the first time that you were exposed to to Pokemon? Like do you remember like being at your friend's house or seeing it at the store or something like that? So yeah, I think like every morning uh, I was taking my bike and I was uh, waiting my friend at the, the front of his home and I was always bringing with me uh, like a magazine about the video games and I was every morning I was reading this like Pokemon paper and I was like, well, <laughs> when when he's going to release? What is it? Like I want to know. It's so strange. Like it's, yeah, so 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 this is like I, I really really remember this uh, this part of my life. What what kind of video games did you like before you got exposed to Pokemon? Um, Do you remember? Mostly it's like well, platform game. I was like very into like Nintendo, uh, Nintendo mm. game. So yeah, almost um, like Mario, Mario Kart. Uh, yeah, mostly Nintendo. I was like, I really love the Nintendo feeling, and I still love it. So yeah, that's that's. I think at that point of my life, I was thinking, okay, I want to work in the like video game company. So I was into mm-hmm. Nintendo, but I was also thinking about like, okay, why not USA? Because USA is like also a strong place for video games. So yeah, maybe I was like thinking about, okay, I can I can do that maybe with my life. <laughs> we, I can uh, go and hang out with the Americans, or I can hang out with the <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I so like. Uh, did you um I, I was like obsessed with Pokemon around probably yeah. that that ten years old age and like I don't did you have like the the binders of of Pokemon cards? Like you would uh in the US it was super common and like every yeah. kid had them. They had a lot of them. They had these these binders and then there were these plastic sheets that you mm-hmm. could fit three cards across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and the I coolest kids had the biggest binders. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And we were bringing the binders like every day at school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I remember. So, but like the the biggest, I mean, question in my life is where where is my binders now? I don't know where is it. So it's gone, and I don't know where is it. And I'm oh, like, no. yeah, I, I really want to to find it, but. Uh, I think because my family moved after, like, uh, from home to home. Um, mm. So I think it's gone at what point. I don't I don't know. Oh. But, yeah. Did you have the coins? Do you remember the coins? They I started, know, no, no. Yeah, they started making these, like, Pokemon coins. And, like, it was, like, a very cool. And they also had, like, these VHS tapes. I had, like, all okay, of these yeah. Pokemon movies on VHS. And I remember, yeah. like, having to... Um, uh, um make them go in reverse to restart the thing but you also wouldn't want to get like spoil the story so you would like not look as you're <laughs> as it's going back in the story so yeah i was yeah i was super into that at that age too like um uh i think every every day like before every sunday before we would go to church i would wake up uh early so that we we could watch pokemon and cartoon network with my two sisters yeah. that are two that are also younger than me so there, there's some connections there i think so but yeah pokemon like what i mean it was so huge i mean it's so huge now but uh it was so impactful for everybody so yeah i think it's connecting everybody now and especially now i can see it in japan like pokemon is like almost everywhere 
So yeah, it's I think even in, even more in Japan, like Pokemon is like the the thing uh, that speak to also generation. Yeah, and and when you were um talking about like uh Japan's an interesting place to go for video games and and the U.S. is was uh, w- at what point in your life did you learn English or was it kind of just something you've already always spoken? No, uh, I think I start to learn English like quite seriously because you know you have some kind of lesson like class. Uh, I mean, like uh, maybe starting from six or seven years old in France. But it's like if you just get, I mean, if you just take that, it's not you are not going to speak English. Like mm. you won't be able to to understand anything. It's like it's not the way to learn really English. But um, I think I start to love English uh, when I start to watch some like uh, uh, American uh, drama, like uh, Friends. Oh, really? So, yeah, <laughs> really. I fall in love with Friends, and like I was like binge watching like all the Friends episodes like uh, in English, so I can get immersed with uh, with uh, with the language. Maybe starting from like uh, when I was in uh, my technical university, I have a lot of like free time, so I was spending a lot of time like watching like drama. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> It was friends, lost, um, um, I don't know, Walking Dead, and that kind of stuff. Like all the drama I could watch, uh, I tried to to see to watch it in like in English uh, without subtitle or with subtitle sometimes. And this is like the my the way I start to learn English. Um, then uh, later uh, I uh, date. Uh, uh Thai girls that were very good at English so we spend a lot of time like speaking English every day so and this is not the way I like start to get speaking English more or less. Huh. So was there was there a goal to speaking English or were you like oh this I kind of just like it's I like it I I could use it like or were you thinking like oh I could go places with this I could like talk to more people because it's a common language between a bunch of different cultures. Yeah, so I think, of course, because uh, English lacks the main language, uh, if you want to, to do business or if you want to travel, so it was like very important for me to get it. And also, like, if you want to find resources about, like, uh, Flash and everything, it was almost of the time it was written in English. And I think at that point of my life, so I 18 years old, uh, I decided to make a travel in Japan by myself. So it was my first time like traveling alone. Oh, and wow. I just realized that like speaking English uh, was like very important if you want to travel because I like, start to think like travel was like something that would very important for me in my life. Uh, so yeah, I think like after my travel in Japan, I was like, okay, I, I need to learn English. And yeah, I want, I want to get better so I can interact more with people. I I saw that you travel a lot uh, yes. from your your photography website. That, yeah, so that's so cool. The number of places that you've been. Thank you. So <laughs> yeah, I, I have I had the chance to like travel a lot. Uh, at first, I so I made my travel in Japan when I was eighteen years old, and it was so very 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 impactful for me. Like, uh, and this, this is the reason why I'm in Japan now, because I fall in love with the country right away. But also, I fell in love with. Uh, travel just traveling by myself and meeting people and and seeing like place uh like that are very different from like friends and so when i graduate uh, i think yeah 
I mean, uh, I think I decided with a friend to make a world trip, uh, like it was 10, 10 years ago, something like that. And we spent, we took like one year gap and we said, okay, we are going to travel like a lot of place. And wow. yeah, it was definitely like the most amazing experience for me. I really loved like uh, all, the, all the people I met and all the things I saw. It was, it was, it was really amazing. Uh, what was it like to go on a solo trip for the, the first time at 18? I don't know if I, I would have done that at 18. <laughs> the first time I ever like really traveled anywhere by myself and somebody was waiting for me on the other side yeah. was when I was, I was ni- 19. I was 19. Oh. So I was close. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, I- I don't know why I, I still don't know why I decided to do it. Uh, just like I, I want to have some kind of challenge uh, in my life because I spent like uh, maybe twelve years in small village, uh, not doing too much like travel. And I said, okay, I want to challenge myself to get out of my comfort zone. And I decided, okay, why not Japan? Because Japan is safe and it looks so different compared to like uh, Europe or USA. But still, you have some kind of like vibe. You can, okay, you, you can still feel comfortable. So, okay, I say, okay, why not Japan? Um, so I just, uh, how to say, so I was 17 years old and I, at what point it was my birthday and I came to my mom and I said, okay, uh, I'm, I have something to tell you. Uh, when I'm 18, I'm going to travel in Japan by myself. <laughs> and she was not happy with that at all. <laughs> So I just said, okay, if, um, because you have like some kind of uh, graduate at 18, you have some kind of diploma, uh, like a big test, uh, in France, like bac- baccalaureate. So I don't know if you have some kind of stuff. In, mm. no, Is it I like a test a. to, to graduate and, and yeah, yeah, be done with a, school? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big test and like quite challenging. So I told my mom, if I pass it, because I was, at that point I was very bad at school. So it's, if I'm going to, if I succeed to get my diploma, you will let me go to Japan. And yeah, I, I get my diploma and so I could go to Japan. And yeah, it was quite uh, stressful, but so like uh, I was so impatient to go at the same point. So I, I remember like, almost everything. But what I really remember is like, uh, because in France, um, normally, especially in summer, because it was in summer. So like the sun, uh, I mean, the night is going maybe at like 10 p.m., something like that, 10, 11 p.m. But when I arrived in Japan, so it was almost like 6 p.m. And it was oh, okay. night. <laughs> it, was, it was already dark. It was raining and I was alone. <laughs> and I, no. I, I have some kind, of, some kind of paper with my with, uh, like hotel I have to go. And okay, I was like, okay, now I have to find by myself the way to the hotel. And it was very, very challenging. That was, I can remember everything. Even I travel a lot of country. This travel was like the most impactful, definitely. How did you get to the hotel? So actually, I, uh, so at first it was very, I mean, Japan is very well organized, so you can always like find your way. And at that point I was like quite confused because I was probably in Tokyo station or something like that, which is a huge, very huge station with so many like uh, way to go. And I just asked someone, uh, like, can you, can you, I want to go this place. Like, can you, can you, can you tell me where, where I should go? Like, uh, some kind of people, like, uh, were passing by. And he just 
tell me, okay, come with me. And he just showed me all the way. And he came inside of the train with me and said, okay, you have to, you have to get, get out of in like two stations and everything. So he was like very, That's it was so, so nice. kind. It was so kind. So I was like, this is also a reason why I fell in love with Japan. It was like, people are so, so friendly. So I was like, whoa, uh, I really love the, like the, the, the atmosphere. It was, it was, yeah, so cool. So nice of him. That's so interesting. What, what, uh, did you, uh, were there a lot of like, how long were you there? How long was that trip uh, in I Japan? Think it was on, only two, 12 days, I think. I just didn't days. want to, to make too long because I was unsure it would go well or not. And yeah, I spent like, uh, so I just took an hotel like for 12 days in, in uh, Tokyo, but also like took one day trip from Tokyo to Kyoto. So it's quite, it was quite uh, like long because like Tokyo to Kyoto is like maybe three hours by like uh, Shinkansen, like the, the fast train. So I just do it in one day. I mean, one day trip. And also I remember, well, I found uh, a woman, a French woman who was uh, living in Japan and she was planning uh, to do uh, the Mount Fuji climbing. Oh, wow. A Japanese coworker. And I, I said, can I come with you? And yeah, so I also like made the, the climb of uh, Mount Fuji when I was 18. Wow. Uh, it was a great experience, but I was definitely not ready because it was summer. So I was just, just wearing a small jacket and like uh, didn't eat well and anything. I was just, okay, it should be okay. It shouldn't be difficult. And yeah, it was very cold and very, very long uh, trail. But uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, it was a great experience. Uh, I wouldn't do it anymore, but it was great. You tried to make the most of it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I, I didn't have much time. So okay, I'm going to do everything in 12 days. And yeah, yeah, it was, it was awesome. At this point, um, were did you kind of already know what you were going to do when you came back, or like did you already have your plan set for after um that after high school, <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> after yeah, yeah. eighteen years old? <laughs> so just uh, I think after I graduate, I mean after I get the diploma, uh, I already know that I was going to I was already touched by the by the like technical university uh, mm-hmm. it was very challenging it was very difficult because i was not a good student uh, mm-hmm. until 18 years old uh, so i have been very 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 lucky to that decide to take me uh, to this university and so yeah i just okay i was like sure okay i'm going to do something in uh, like uh, yeah it but i was still unsure like okay i want to make video games but i didn't have any idea also what I should do at this point. I was making but, some kind of websites uh, by myself, but not not really like, uh, I mean, I was trying, but it was not not uh, not good at all. What, what were you using to make websites at that time? So it was um, uh, some kind of some kind of WordPress, but uh, mm. the whole version, it was called PHP Baby. Okay, got so, it. So you can like uh, you can install a website automatically. You will get a, a blog. You will get a, a, a board. Uh, you will get some like a lot of stuff. And there is like so many plugins. So I was just like in making website about stuff I loved, and I was like uh, customizing it a bit. But I didn't know anything what I was what I was doing. So yeah, it was not not good at all. 
but how it was my that, way to yeah how does that even start like I, th- that's not really something i feel like people getting into like soccer or football um <laughs> or that's like <laughs> yeah. that can like happen very naturally like oh i was just hanging out with my friend and they were telling me about it uh someone just casually getting into php is is not something that's as like common so so how did that that happen so yeah i i think it was uh i was very into like video games as i told you so i was uh, spending times uh playing like counter, counter strike so like a oh. FP, fps game and i was spending time also in like uh, some kind of boards uh, i was talking with a lot of people about counter strike and i spent so much time on this board that uh, the people who was managing it uh like told me okay you can uh help us to like you know do some kind of moderation and everything oh. and this way i start to understand how the website was made i just okay like PHP BB, like you can make the website with PHP. And at that point, okay, I, I decided, okay, I'm going to to make my some kind of web my website by myself using the same technology. And this is the way I start to to get into like making websites. Huh. So so <coughs> you you get accepted to the the two years of technical university before the next two years. And and what um what your plan at that time was uh um game design right yeah game design or making making stuff making <laughs> games or doing like play 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 tester it's like you play mm-hmm. the game and just okay there is like some kind of bug and just doing mm-hmm. some reports but i was really like not how to say uh conscious that it was like it's very very i mean i think video games industry is very difficult you have to be like very very good to 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 make it. So I was uh, at what point where in my school I realized that okay, video games maybe not for me. Uh, and I just like because I fall in love with Flash, I say okay, I'm going to to do is to go with this way because it's like more easier, I think. Were were there classes that you didn't expect <coughs> to take, or like things that? Um, uh, you got exposed to when you were in school that kind of piqued your interest because it sounds like you were introduced to Flash during those two years. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I was introduced to Flash, and I remember like the. I think it was the first lesson. Like the teacher showed us like the animation tool, and you can see he made a ball, and like the ball was like jumping and everything. And I was like, "How can you do that in web? <laughs> Amazing." <laughs> And that's why, like, okay, he got me at this point. I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to spend time like doing it. I I <laughs> actually uh, spent some time in Flash in in high school when mm-hmm. I was um, uh, uh, sixteen, uh, and I I remember very negative memories of it on how easy it was for files to get corrupted. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and i remember th- like i i remember seeing what well, i would look at like people's tutorials and i'm like oh my gosh this is so cool what they were able to do i'm just trying to move like the the ball up and down and then the yes. square all this and then then i would come into class the next day and I'm like file corrupted i'm like what do you mean it's due tomorrow <laughs> but um, yeah, it's true it's true what what was those two years really like like uh uh you entering those two years compared to you 
graduating after those two years and going to the the next school kind of like do you think those were two different two different guys yeah definitely because i think until 18 years old i was like very lazy i was like i was going to school but i did not want to work too much mm. i think but um starting from like uh the technical university because we were like making like group projects we have that kind of like uh spirit of okay we want to make better and better and better because I was a very with a very good team of people and they were always like very passionate about like motion design or like uh, backend and everything so we everybody has his own like skill you want to improve and I, I decided okay I have to find my way and I have to find like what I can do to make the project better and so it, it forced me to like work more and like to be more like focused on like the project, stop like doing video games, stop like spending too much time <laughs> watching friends, which is, not a good, which, which is not a bad thing, but yeah. And yeah, so I think like after two years, I was like more uh, serious about, okay, uh, I need to work, I need to be, to get better at what, uh, what I'm doing. And um, what was it like kind of like going in there thinking, I want to go into this career and then leaving and kind of like thinking you want to do something different. Was that, was that hard? Not really, because I think like video game, uh, I really love video games, but I, I understood that I was not good at all at making video games, especially like uh, doing like 3D. We have also like mm-hmm. 3D lesson at the, at the school and yeah, I was so bad at it. Like one of the lesson, I was like very bad. So what I was doing was I was asking my friends to do like my homework, 3D homework, and I was doing in this flash homework so we can kind of exchange <laughs> the, the thing. So yeah. So uh, um, you you it while you're in school you get exposed to flash you you start thinking like oh this is really really cool and and did you always know that you wanted to go to um, I'm gonna pronounce it wrong. Goblin, Goblin, Go, Goblin. Go- <laughs> <Goblin. laughs> um, I, I, I see the words like literally. I could write them down, but I'm, I'm pronouncing as well. Um, and so, uh, like, did you? When did you kind of like get the idea that you wanted to go there and you wanted to apply? Like, how, how did that whole mm-hmm. part of the story happen? So I think at that point of like the the story, like Flash was starting to offer like 3D, capi- 3D capability, capabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like very new and there is like not many people that was doing like a 3D like websites. And I just found like one 3D website that was really amazing. And it was a student of Goblin. Mm. Uh, he was making, he, he did this website for his like first year project, first year graduation project. And like I found, I found this website and I was like just amazed that you can do like 3D in web and I decided oh. to contact him and ask him like uh yeah what what, what why did you make this project and what is Goblin and how do how can you get this I mean like what's uh what you should do to to join this school and yeah this is the first time I get exposed to Goblin and then when I found about it I say okay I want to go to this if I can go to this school I can be good as good as this guy so I say okay like this is my next step in life. If I can do it, uh, that would be amazing. Did he have his his uh, 
his email on his his website how did you yeah, contact yeah. him yeah 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 it's his like contact you know, on the website i think it was some some kind of portfolio like website what, what did you like so much about his website just the the three the animation capability yes i mean because it was like in 3d so you you can make animation that like, you couldn't see so I, I still remember the website it's like very simple now but it was some kind of like uh docs in in 3d like uh, a lot of place and you can click on the box and then the camera is, will go inside of the box and you will realize that inside of the box there is some kind of like small um small room uh or a small like uh, some kind of house inside and huh. that's it and you can like just look uh, look around inside of the cube and that's it. But it was just so new, so fresh, uh, and it makes the experience so different that all the websites you can see on the internet. So I was like, yeah, how can you do that in Flash? It's Flash, but it's even like something I never expected to do. So yeah, I was so interested about this uh, this technology. What, what was it like to have that conversation with him? Like, did he give you any good advice? Yeah, I mean, he teach me about like uh, so what I should use as a tool. Uh, instead, there is like Flash, and at that point, at this time, it was like Paper Paper Vision, so it was like some mm -hmm. kind of uh, library to make like 3D. So he told he told me about like uh, this library, and after he told me about this experience in uh, in Goblin, how it was great, and how you can like uh, learn so many like skills, and how can you. I mean, all, he explained me everything about Goblin. And I said, okay, I, I really want to go to the school. Did you um, uh, visit it before you applied? Like, did no, they no, do no. tours? Oh, okay. No, no, unfortunately, no. But I know that, okay, I knew that it was like the, the place to go. What was the application process like? Like, did you have to give a portfolio? Did you have to write an essay? So yeah, you have to write an essay. You also have like some kind of tests. So uh, they were like making, uh, they were like making us come to to a place, and like there is like maybe like one to two hundred people that we were we were trying to apply to the to the cursus. Um, wow. Yeah. So you have like some tests of like coding because I wanted to 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 join as a developer. So they have like a, some tests of coding tests. Um, and then you have some kind of like one or two interview uh, and you have to show that you are like very, very motivated to go. So I made some kind of like a special websites in Flash for them just to show that, okay, I, I really want to go. So I made this website for you and everything. And yeah, wow. the, the people, I was very lucky, I think. Uh, so is that 200 people trying to get into the 10 developer seats or of the 10 and other two 10? Yeah, ten and also ten. So like, yeah, ten percent of people like uh, are playing. Wow, <laughs> that's not easy. <laughs> that's that's the that wasn't easy, but I think even now, now I think nowadays is even more difficult. Like because really? now it starts to get more like more famous this uh, this formation this cursus. So it's like probably even more difficult to, to join Goblin now. So wow. yeah, I've been very lucky. So um, uh, when you went there for those two years, did you move to where, did you live there or did you live at home? Uh, I moved to Paris. Uh, so I was like doing my internship in Paris. So I was already like, 
I'd already found an apartment there. Um, yeah, I spent like two years in Paris uh, in small apartment near, not far from the, the School of Goblin. And yeah, it was great. It was a new, a new life again. That's like so from exciting. south of France to Paris. Is that a big difference? Like to you? <laughs> it was a big difference because like my small village in the south of France was like this, like no, no life um, most of the time. It's apart from summer, but like Paris was like so different. It was, uh, of course, it was cold and like, <laughs> yeah, like uh, maybe also people were more were colder, I think. <laughs> that tends to happen with the weather. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, probably. Uh, but yeah, Paris is like a, an amazing city. It's like so beautiful. Um, yeah, it, it was very different. But I, I really get used to it like right away. What is it like living in Paris? You lived there for do you you lived there for Goldblatt and then you also lived there afterwards for a bit? Am I getting that right? Uh so after the yeah, I just lived two years um for my like uh, time in Goblin and then I moved right away to, to Japan after uh, right after like I, I leave uh, I finish my graduation. I mean I finished Goblin. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know, like, living in Paris is, there, there's so many stuff you can do, like, there is so many, like, uh, cultural activities, I mean, so many museums that are very cheap or free, uh, so many, like, uh, concerts and events, like, it's very, very uh, cultural city, so, yeah, it was also great, uh, I mean, when you love design and everything, there is so many, like, design events, uh, with flash, there is, like, flash events a lot of the time. At really? That time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I could I could learn a lot. Uh, yeah, it it was great. I, what? Where would you find out about flash events? Like, would they they talk to tell you at school, or did you find them online? I I don't really remember. I think I found it online. Uh, I was maybe following like uh, some accounts, uh, Adobe account or something like that. Yeah, I don't I don't really remember remember. Yeah, and and you said that you were doing like in 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 my school we had um uh they do six months in school and then six months working and mm-hmm. then six months in school and then, we don't really get summer um they're like oh they don't need it it's fine <laughs> <laughs> you're just in school constantly you like sometimes you get like two weeks off sometimes not really um but uh but what was it like having like school work school work week by week. Yeah, so I I think it was not that easy because uh, I was in like a quite big uh, web agency, one of the biggest in France, um, Digitas. Uh, I think now it's, yeah, it's still, it's still a thing. And the thing is like, uh, because you are only there for one week, you can't really, I mean, work on like a long-term project. So they, will, they were always giving me like, um, not very interesting project, like some kind of like banner for like uh, Lancome or Louis Vuitton mm. or like for BB clients for Disney. Um, and I was like very uh, rarely like working on like bigger project, like uh, my own website. Uh, like say, okay, you have to do this website because I was, it was a big team. Um, so I, to be honest, I didn't really enjoy my time uh, at, the, at the studio. 
uh, it was not very, not, it was not very cool. So this is the reason why I decided like, okay, uh, when I graduate, I will do like freelance and probably never join a uh, company ever. Really? Yeah. I, I think that they have that, that company in the US too, but I think they call yes. it like Digitas America. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yes, I have a like, company everywhere in the world. So um, was it ever kind of like, uh, did you know this isn't what I want to go into, so I'm going to do something else? Or was it ever getting to a point where you felt like a little discouraged of like, is this what, what I'm going to do? Is this what I'm working so hard to get into? Like, what was your thoughts when you were there and it wasn't exactly what you thought it was, it was going to be like? You mean in the, in the company? Yeah. Um, I was actually it was like quite easy to join the company because like they they, they were like uh, coming to Goblin and they said okay we need one student and we ju- we were just like doing some kind of interview with them and they like pick uh, the students they liked but uh, yeah at first I was like uh, very motivated to do like uh, cool stuff with them because like it was a like quite famous studio and they were doing a lot of like very creative uh, websites in Flash because it was uh, at that time it was still like a, they still have a, like a strong Flash uh, department. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there, there were so many talented people, but because I was like there one week and probably I was not that talented as them, uh, they were only giving me like not very like, cool mm-hmm. stuff. And I was spending a lot of time like doing things that he didn't like. So mm-hmm. at what point I was like, okay, I'm going there. I would just do my work and then I would focus on like uh, making my school project and everything when I have time. So yeah, I was a bit, uh, how to say, yeah, not not motivated. Not very inspired. <laughs> not very inspired. <laughs> exactly. So uh, was this the only company that you worked uh, with during your two years at Goblin? Yes. Okay, yes. got it. And so you... Um, you're getting up to the end of school and this is like the real final graduation. That wasn't like you had another exactly. school to go. Uh, how, how did you feel um, uh, coming up to that time, maybe like two months before graduation? Like, do you remember what you were feeling? Yeah, I mean, I was quite confident that I could maybe do some kind of freelance, but that was also giving me some more time. I say, okay, uh, when I graduate Goblin, I will moved to Japan for one year, so with a working holiday visa. Mm. And I will I will take some time like just traveling the country more. And then I will do like six months uh at a language school. So I this way I didn't feel like okay I just finished my study. I will do like a, a bit more like a study. Mm. And then uh I, I was thinking like okay after I did my six months of like a Japanese school I will try to get a job in Japan. And maybe maybe there it will be different. Maybe I can find a company there, and maybe it will be different compared to France. Maybe yeah, that was my plan at uh, at that moment. But uh, yeah, that's I don't know. That sounds so exciting that uh, you had this like freedom to go and and try something new. And like I I feel like after all of that, um, uh, just not having you be in school is is a very nice change of scenery. <laughs> yeah. And and so um uh, uh how how soon after you graduated um did you move to Japan? 
Yeah, probably like one month, two months after. So right, right after. So it's, it's making me like, okay, I have something next to do. And I was like very impatient to go back to Japan because it was like four years I didn't go there. I mean, after my first travel. So yeah, I was really, really, really waiting for this moment uh, to come. Um, I'm curious yeah. to yes. hear how your how did your mom take it? You uh, moving to Japan? She was not very happy with <laughs> that, but because I I made the first travel in Japan, it went fine, and she saw that I was like very I really enjoyed it. So at that point, she was like, oh, "Okay, wh- whatever, okay, you can go." <laughs> like, <laughs> I understand, I understand. Yeah, go, go, just just have fun there. Um, what was it like to uh, um, move somewhere where, like, I'm guessing you didn't really know a lot of people and also you didn't speak Japanese? Yeah, I didn't speak at all Japanese uh, at that moment. Um, yeah, I didn't know anybody, but I don't know. I just want to, just like a feeling like a new start. Okay, maybe it's, uh, I mean, I, I, no matter what, I'm going to meet some people in uh, in the school when I was in the Japanese school. So, it would be great, and maybe when I will traveling, I will meet also another, yeah, some some people. So I was not like afraid I would be alone. I know, okay, I will, I'm going to find like people I can I can I can connect with, and that's what happened. Like I, I met like many nice friends at the school, and also while while I was traveling. So yeah, it was great. It was great. I was not very scared about like moving to another place. I would be. <laughs> I, so you you had the the six months of um. Wait, did you say it, it was like six months of just kind of like getting used to Japan, and then you started the the language school, or at, what? Did I get that time wrong? So yeah, um, so it was a working uh, holiday visa. So it's like a mm. one year visa. You can do like everything you want in Japan. And so I was, my plan was like uh, two months traveling Mm. all Japan as much as I can. And then uh, I would take like six months uh, at the school. And then I have like uh, uh, four months uh, just to find a company and just like get a working visa. And okay, I can stay uh, for more more time in Japan. That was like my plan at that point. At the point, yes. What was it like? Oh yeah, you continue. Yeah. But the thing is, like, uh, actually, after just right after I finished my language school and I was, I found my apartment in Tokyo. So I just like, I was planning to move to, from Kyoto. At that point of the time, I was like living in Kyoto. And I just decided I was like planning to move to Tokyo and start to find a company. I had some contact with nice company over there and the tsunami happened. So, yeah. Yeah, it was like quite, uh, quite shocking. Um, it make all the plans I was doing like, uh, okay, I have to, I have to wait because now Japan is like, uh, uh, in a very hard time. Like they have like the tsunami and then right after there is like the Fukushima, uh, problem. And all my family was like, okay, you have to, co- you have to come back to, J- to France right away. So it was like wow. very, like, uh, quite difficult time. So I just, at that point, okay, I'm going to, to go back to France for my family. Um, yeah. So it Is just that really made... hard? It was quite hard, yeah, because I was like really planning to spend more time in Japan. I was really loving like, the people I met there. 
and yeah, it was quite hard. But uh, yeah, I don't know. For Japan, I mean, I'm thinking more about the Japanese people. Like it was very, very hard. Like you can, because I was there, I can like see people how they feel, and yeah, it was very impactful for for everybody. Yeah. Hmm. Um, what what was it like to uh, um, come home so like abruptly, like you had this life and everything, and now it's like just on pause. Yeah, it was like okay. I just uh, I'm going back. Uh, I'm not, I'm not moving forward anymore. I'm just going back like uh, where where I didn't want to go because I mean I was going back to the south of France because I didn't have like a, a place to stay, and I didn't really want to like. Uh, to to spend time in the south of France, even if I I, I love my my uh, <laughs> family home, of course. Uh, but yeah, it was it was quite uh, yeah difficult at that moment. But uh, I decided like okay, I'm going to move on. Uh, I will I will find uh, new things to do, and I will see like if I can go back to Japan later. And so uh, w- when the the tsunami happened was that um like had you gotten a job yet like what what happened with the whole one-year visa yeah it's it just like uh i mean because you can do anything you want uh, with your one-year visa so you can like leave japan anytime you want so i didn't have i didn't sign like uh, a contract with a company mm-hmm. i just signed my like i just signed my apartment in tokyo Mm. Uh, so yeah, I just, I mean, cancel it, and yeah, I just like finish my. I, I have like few days of school uh, to do, uh, so I just did it. Uh, spend time with my like friends, met uh, all the as much people as I can meet before I have to leave, and yeah, just go back, uh, go back to France. But, uh, yeah. What was that that time period when you were? Uh, at home like like how how long were you home before you went back to japan or or, or traveled outside of france yeah probably like well, almost one year i think i was mm. like almost one year just to to get the things back together and at that point like my my friend i have a friend like who was also graduating from goblin so he just graduates and Coblin offer us like to they decide to make some kind of, of startup incubator, mm. so you know like uh, to help uh, project Goblin like like uh, students to make like cool projects. So they offer us to to make a project in this new startup incubator. So I just gather like some friends and we say okay maybe we can try to make a business all together. And yeah, that was the thing that made me like go back to a new a new way. I would say. What what was that that business that you started? So when I was like uh, in Goblin uh, for my second year, I mean for my graduation like project, uh, we had this idea of um, a project that we called Eco. So mm. it's like uh, some kind of device. Uh, so it's like an intelligent pen. So you have like some kind of camera um, just uh, under the like the writing thing. How to say? Oh, like yeah. a like a stylus. Yeah, like stylus. A it's some kind Got of stylus, it. but a, like it's a normal pen, but there is a small camera okay. attached to it, 
and when you and there is like uh, some normal like a uh, uh, sheet of paper but there is like some kind of like dots creating like some kind of pattern of dot creating like uh, all over the, the paper so what the, this technology can do is like if you write something you can you you know where the I mean, where you are writing, you can like have some kind of like uh, text detection, like uh, handwriting, like text detection, um, etc. And so it was like uh, this. Uh, this uh, pen was made by by a Californian com company, mm. and we just found this uh, this uh, this pen, and we think like maybe we can use it to make some project for the students. I mean, for the college students, like twelve years old, thirteen years old, fourteen years old. Oh really? So we just wanted wanted to make uh, some kind of like tool. So the idea was like, okay, you go to school, you use your pen like with your camera and everything. So it's like a normal day at school, and then uh, you go back at home and you plug it, you plug the pen to to your computer, and you will get like some kind of um, smart agenda that we automatically tell you, okay, you have to do your your homework at this time. Uh, and it will also some kind of um, um, your lesson will be like uh, so you have your some kind of scan that will be downloaded uploaded on your computer right away and you can like click on the words you wrote so for example wow. you wrote on some kind of like uh, Paris you wrote a geography lesson and you wrote Paris so if you click on Paris on your computer then you will get like uh, you can reach Wikipedia you can get video and everything but what, the idea was to make uh, a tool for the like uh, college college students to like to do their homework in the more efficient way, but without like uh, changing what they are doing at home at school. So there is like no tablet or anything that teacher wouldn't allow. So this is, this is the idea was to to make this like software um, uh, for the students, and we this. The Goblin, when they contact us, they say, okay, maybe you can try to make uh, this software a company, something. You can make, maybe you can make it something. Huh. That, what, what made you even think to do that? Like, to even, like, what, was this your team? Like, how did this idea start? So we have, like, the Tema, education. We wanted to make something for education, like a project okay. for, for, for education. And, Especially, we wanted to make it for like uh, children because they are like some, how to say, they are like very interesting users. I mean, if you do something bad, they will tell you tell you right away, like, okay, what you are doing, it sucks, it's not good. <laughs> so they they're are very, honest. Like, they're <laughs> honest and they are very like challenging. If you want to make them like your product, it will be very hard. <laughs> so yeah, we we wanted to work with like uh, twelve. 13 years old, 14 years old, like children. Um, yes, that was the idea. And one of, of one of the members of the group uh, came with this pen. Yeah, he bought this pen like uh, on internet and said, okay, I mean, this stuff is very cool. We can maybe do something with it. And that's where the idea like um, start, start from. Huh. I, and so uh, how did that, that story um, go with the... With, uh... Your the professor said, um, or that the incubator person said, yes. "Hey, like maybe we should you should do something about this." Like, what what happened after that? So we start to work on the on the concepts, like uh, business model. So we have a 
what was great that we have like many uh like some kind of teacher coming to the coming to the incubator and telling you about business model about um like strategy and everything so we learn a lot and we just start to work on some kind of like documents like business model uh what we can do uh what our target and everything so we spend something like six months seven months uh on all the concepts what we can do and everything and the thing is uh we were very expecting for the like the company who were we were making the the pen. They were always telling us that they will like, open like the the software, like to make some kind of API so we can connect to the pen and everything. Mm. But uh, they never do, they never did it. So we were like we have there is like the pen. We have the idea. We can uh... we can do like stuff to like to link the pen with our with our application, but it was not very uh smooth so we're really expecting for the api so we just decided okay it's not it's not going to work so let's let's move on but okay. we learn we learn a lot at least we learn a lot like uh, in terms of uh, like how to make a company or like uh, how to make a startup so it was still a good experience yeah i i saw that there were there were a few different ventures that you've you've had like a, a few different projects that you've you've worked on which i i'm guessing that a lot of them would build on each other i saw i saw one that was a um a habits app yes. for kids yes. yes i thought that was that was pretty neat i i uh was poking around there where does that come in into like this timeline <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, let, let's keep a bit more to, to, to this part of the time. <laughs> yeah. So after, I, so after I did, the, uh, we failed with the startup, uh, with my friend, we started to do some freelance and then we decided to make the world trip. So we spent one year oh, world trip. Okay. And then at that point, I said, okay, I'm going back to Japan because I really miss the, miss the country. So I spent like, uh, I came back as a student. I did some like, uh, one, maybe one year of like a Japanese lesson. And then I joined a company in uh, Osaka, a web agency. And yeah, that's where I started to work on Badabit. So the idea was like I was, I spent maybe two years in, the, in this web agency, uh, like making website and stuff. So it was a very interesting experience. But I was like, um, how to say, I wanted to do something more. So I, mm. I just came to my, to my boss and said, okay, I want to make, um, uh, an application for like a child and um, just uh, also because I, I really love to to make like educational stuff for children uh, especially for my past experience with eco so with uh, like the startup project so uh, yeah I wanted to make something for children and I got this idea of like um, an, an application like you can uh, have some a mix with Pokemon because uh, I love Pokemon, <laughs> and there is a mix of like angry monsters and like you can. I I saw there is like this trend of like habits application. Mm -hmm. I think you are like uh, motivating you to to do like uh, stop smoking or that kind of stuff. But there is like nothing for like children. So mm -hmm. I was thinking like, okay, I can make something like for children with this Pokemon style and like uh, yeah. Uh, this monster you want to fight to get uh, to to do like more healthy to take more healthy <laughs> habits 
And this is why I just work by myself uh, on the concept, on the design. And then uh, I start to make a prototype of the application. And at what point I came to my boss and I said, okay, I want to make like uh, this application. Can you like uh, support me for like the character design? Because we have mm -hmm. in the company, we have like a nice character designer, uh, Japanese character designer. So they just gave me, okay, you can, you can work this with this character designer. We made like many monsters for the application. And yeah, I just uh, really uh, do the release of the application. Uh, I think it was like uh, two or three years ago. And yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, I didn't, I think maybe I can make money with it, but my first uh, goal was to just make a cool application like my, <laughs> uh, like children can use. And also like uh, my nephew, I have like, uh, so like six, uh, seven or like five, four and like there are many coming nephew uh, so I want to make an application for them to because I know they're like quite addicted to screen <laughs> so yeah I, I just wanted to, to make them like uh, get good habits but still have fun uh, in the process how how does it work exactly like how do the kids interact with the app because I'm thinking of a kid uh, kids like being on iPads and, and stuff like that so like what would mm -hmm. they do in the app so the idea at first is, I mean, for me, the way you use the app is like the parents are like taking the app and they are just like, okay, today did you uh, do, and did you brush your teeth like properly? And then if you as a kid brush his teeth properly, um, he's going to, to get some like good uh, points, good soul points. Aww. And they can feed like, they can feed the bad monster with uh, the soul points. And if you, like uh, get enough points, uh, the monster is going to be a nice angel. And then you can catch, I mean, another like bad monster is coming and then you can like uh, fight him again and again and again. So like there is some kind of Pokemon styles and you are just doing good habits to fight the monster. And when you get, when you get the, the, the monster, it's like uh, you are collecting all the monsters. So it's like a random monster coming all the time and just, yeah. But keep Aww. motivating the kids all, uh, all, I mean, for a long time. Oh, you, is it fun to test this? Did, did you test it with your, uh, uh, the kids that are in your life? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I sent, I sent the application to my, like, to my family so they can, like, uh, make the test with, uh, with the children. So, yeah, I, I get, like, many feedback. Like, uh, yeah, the, the, the kid is, like, was not eating vegetables, but now, now Aww. he's eating like, uh, he, he's very motivated to do it. And what was very, what's very, very, very great is like, I receive a lot of mails from parents that telling me like, uh, uh, yeah, my, uh, the application is helping me to, to make my kids, uh, doing stuff like, uh, I mean, doing good habits and like, it's so, so much rewarding. Um, but it's not just for kids. Sometimes I receive mail from like people and they tell me like, I'm adults, but I'm using it for myself. I'm like, that, that's cool. That's cool. That's awesome. I mean, that's so great. That that's so neat that people are reaching out to you and are yes, using the yes. app. What does it feel like to have like a bunch of people using something on a a regular basis that you made? 
this this is awesome because uh, as I told you, when you make websites, you didn't get like a amazing feedback from people. I mean, yeah, they won't. They will say, okay, yeah, it's nice. What you did is nice, but let's move on. Let's do a new project. Mm. But getting people telling you that it has the the thing you made has impact their life just a bit. It's not like a not crazy, but they have some impact on like uh, the way they act or the way the children act. Is like is is the best reward I think for me. It's like okay, I don't I don't need money. I just get if I get a mail every day. I get a mail like that. I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. It's fine for me. So uh, so you you launched that. I'm guessing there was a, a moment that you launched it on the the app yes. store and mm-hmm. and people started using it and and so th- there's that part of your life and you were working at the the agency. Um, yes. Uh, where do we go in in the next part? Because you're not still working in the agency. Yes. Where where did you go after that? So I was. So it was maybe like uh, I spent like two two or three years in the agency. And then I met bad habits and then I keep doing my daily job, uh, with them. And so I was like, they, it was very difficult because I have to try to update the application, but at the same time, I have to, to do my work, my daily work. And I just met a new French guy who joined the company. Uh, and we get along, uh, well, very well together. And we have like, uh, this, strong motivation to make like very, very impactful projects. So we made uh, like uh, one project. I mean, we decided to make a portfolio for the company, a new portfolio for the company. And we wanted to make it like very impactful. And we like a lot of like 3D and animation and everything that puts a lot of time and a lot of motivation on the website. So we spent maybe like two or three months working nonstop, like weekend, uh, Wow. Like uh, Chris, Christmas, New Year's Eve, and everything. <laughs> we spend we spend all our time uh, on the project to make like the best project possible. And so we we release it, and we were very tired, but we were very happy with it with the results. But we just uh, realized that uh, because we were making the portfolio for for the Japanese company, it's called Jizo, and mm. we didn't get like so much like feedback from the companies that were like. Yeah. Okay. It's you. You you work. Uh, you work a lot, but uh, it's good. Okay. Thank you. Uh, let's let's work now. Let's let's do your job. Let's go back to your job. We, we were like. Uh, I mean, we we put so much energy in the in the project to make to make your company so big, and um, I mean bigger. Um. Yeah. It was quite uh quite uh disappointing, but mm. we just decided to move on. We start again with my with my uh, friend. We decide to make another project to make more like uh, uh, to make people discover the company and everything. So again, we work a lot of a lot of time and we made a, like very cool project. Um, and again, like uh, our companies, they say uh, it's nice. Like uh, okay, but now uh, hurry up, go back to go back to do your work. <laughs> so we were like, yeah. well, I mean, what's the point for us to? spend so much energy, so much time for a company that is not really interested about what we are doing for them. And this is what, this is how we start to think about, okay, we should mo- we should do our company ourselves. And if we spend time on a project, at least we will be happy and it will be for us. So mm. this is how the Utsubo company is born. 
And and this website that you were talking about, uh, that you were working all day, Christmas, New Year's, was yes. this uh, uh, Z-I-Z-Z-O, Zizo? Yes, yes. So there is uh, two websites. So there is We Are Gizo. So we are Z-I-Z-O.com. Mm-hmm. So it was a portfolio. So it's like a very like a you know, 3D interactive experience. It's beautiful. I've seen it. Thank you. <laughs> So yeah, we, we spend we spend a lot of time on this project, but uh, we also like made many mistakes uh, in terms of UX. You think so? But, uh, so there is too much scroll. Like you, mm. if you want to see everything, you have to scroll and scroll and scroll. It was too much content. We want to do mm. it. We want to do it too much. Mm. And this is another thing we decided. Okay, we made too much content for the first website. We put too much energy on it. So for the next website, we will do something like a with a very limited scope, um, that's it. And the thing is, is we did not do that. We just start to <laughs> decide, okay, we want to make some kind of Mario Party game on the oh, web. Okay, okay. And so we are going to, to do like three mini games, like very simple, it shouldn't take too much time. We will do it fast. And as always with my friend, we are always like, okay, we, but we can do that. We can do more, we can do more. And <laughs> We were thinking about like, okay, we can make the project. It's going to take one month and that's it. And then it, after one month, we were like, it's, it's, it's not enough. We can do better. And <laughs> we just start to make more game and more like complex stuff. And after two months, well, we are, we are not happy with the result. We can do better. And again and again, it's, it's always like that with, with us. We always want to do something more. Um, so, is, so yeah. Is yes. this friend of yours, uh, uh, Renaud? Renaud? Yeah, exactly. Roland uh, Okay. So he's a very, very, very good, like, I mean, one of the best, I think, like, uh, developer, especially for 3D and WebGL. Um, so yeah, it's, it's great to, to be able to work with him because I, I can come with my ideas and say, okay, maybe we can do that. And he's going to say, yeah, I can, I can do it. And we will do it like, uh, <laughs> Right away, so so it's great to have something like someone you can rely on, and you can do like all the very difficult stuff I can do. Even if I'm a developer, you can you can do it. That's so that's so great. So, uh, uh, when was the the moment that that you two decided? Hey, I know we we met by chance that we we yes. both started working here, like. It's very uncommon that it's just like uh, two French guys in Japan that just happen to work at the same company. So there's yes. there's fate with that. And so, um, uh, when did you decide to start your own company? So it probably was like one year ago. I mean, we always, I mean, were interested about like, I mean, I came from a many try of making company by myself. Um, on his side, he was like also like uh, he tried also to make like a game uh, project by himself to why not make a company. So we both have this like uh, spirit of making a company. And um, yeah, we just start to talk about like uh, what was the problem about our previous company, I mean, our current company of Jizo, why they are not growing, what's why, what's the points that are not working in the, in the company? And we can do better about like uh, personal management and everything. And yeah, we just realized that, uh, I mean, we can do it. We can just, uh, if we make the company by ourselves, it should be okay. We have, we used to be like freelance together. I mean, freelance. 
So no matter what, it should be fine. We, sh- we can do something together. It should be okay. Yeah. Was there a, a kind of like a moment that you guys were working together or were, was it just like a whole bunch of small conversations that ended up being, hey, maybe we should actually do this? Yeah, it, it was like, hey, we should do it. <laughs> yeah, why not? Maybe later and, and again and again <laughs> and again. And at what point, yeah, let's go. Let's go. We can do it. I'm going to do some research on how to make a company in Japan because the process is quite, uh, I mean, different from making a company in France. But uh, when I just realized that I should I should be able to to make the company by myself, which is okay, let's go. Let's we can move move on to the to the next step. And uh, um, uh, between then and the launch of the Atsubo.com site. Um, what, what was that like? Because making that site, uh, it's, it's like, it's so beautiful and the animation is so good. Like, what was that period of time like building that site? Um, so I think always the same problem with us. Uh, so, uh, to be honest, at first we were thinking about like, um, making a very coming soon, very simple page, um, just to announce that we are going to make a, that we are a web agency in Japan and that's it. Like a very one page, I mean, one screen page. Oh, um, that, that wasn't going to happen. That was not going to happen. <laughs> but the, the idea was, okay, we are going to make one page website and we were thinking about, we are like working now on a very, very big uh, project that we want to release in December. So our idea was, okay, we make a one page website and then we can move on and focus on our big project for December. Mm. This is a project we want to make so let's focus on that and don't spend time on the like a coming soon page. But <laughs> as you say it didn't happen. So we just yeah but one page is not enough. We can like uh, we should like uh, have some kind of like about us page. I mean about screen and then we can add also a, like a career uh, like a jobs recruitment screen. So, so why not? Maybe we can get people to join the company. And my, my friends start to make like some kind of animation with like the uh, Sakura particles and like there is a logo, uh, Otsubo logo animation and everything. So we have like a bunch of, uh, like a nice screen and nice animation. And yes, as again, at what point we say, okay, let's, let's make it like, let's, let's make a big website for, for the company and then like the, Next project will be a bit different. Uh, it will, it won't be that. We, we can use it for something else. And then we just like switch very fast. Maybe, uh, maybe we spend like a uh, three weeks on the coming soon website. At first, just making like one page and some animation and everything, but just not full time, just experimenting about the website. And yeah, we just, when we decide, okay, we are going to make a, uh, uh, like a normal, uh, I would say a normal website with more content and you can scroll and everything. We just maybe spend, I spend like one week uh, doing the design. I mean, trying to make a, a design. Um, and then like uh, maybe we took like two two weeks doing the coding and it was very fast. After when we decide, okay, we can move on to the, to the, to making a, a real website. It, it went very smooth. It sounds like um, uh, your um, uh, difficulty in not 
keeping going and like adding more things it sounds like it's because you're you really love what you do exactly yeah we love what we do um yeah we always want to to do something um like you you never see on the you i mean a website you not normal like we want to do something like people can say whoa it's different it's impactful so this is like the thing we always want to do um but yeah we always like doing too much too much work and too much (laughs) always like putting the scope and make it big and big and big yeah How, how did you feel about it once it was it was finished so I, I think for like the two previous websites, we were we were okay. We were not that happy, but we were okay with the with the results. But uh, this time, it was really the first time we were like, okay, we probably we can't do better. It's like there is not too much content, and most of the screen. I mean, there is just a certain timeline of the website. It's like you have some like uh, beautiful scenery, and then it's like uh, some small content, very like. Uh, uh, I mean, no, no, not too much animations, and there is animation and less content. So, like the rhythm of the website was nice. Um, yeah, we were we were pretty happy, we, and we are still very pretty happy about the website, which is not common. Normally, after one month, <laughs> after the release, we say, okay, yeah, the website was so bad. There is so many points we we are very ashamed of the website, but for the Utsubo website, we are like uh, we did something that we are, we can be happy with. So it's not, it's not that common. How did it feel to um, get people's reactions to it? Because you were you were on awards.com. There were all of these things on LinkedIn about it. I found you. Like, how does how does that feel? Yeah, it it, it was great. Uh, I, I mean, both. I mean, especially like the the first project we are Gizo, like with the screen timeline. I mean, we get a lot of like nice feedback from awards and FWA and that kind of like website. But um, it was the first time like uh, there is like uh, you and like a French guy who made uh, like video comments about like the, the website. <laughs> and again, it was like so, so cool. So amazing that people are taking the time and to talk about a website and make a video about it. I was like, <laughs> yeah, we, we were so happy. We were just so happy about it. Oh. <laughs> And, and, and what, think... what's yes, yeah. Well, what, what's very what what's very good is like um, we have many like uh, people coming to our, to to our company and telling us, okay, we want the same website as you made for our company. Oh so wow! That's that's also like something that we are very happy about. It's like okay, we did something that impactful. I think for for some people, I mean, there is some meaning in the website that. That's why people are coming to us. Even if we are a small company and we're a new company, they are coming to us and say, okay, we want to do, I mean, the reference of what we want to do is your website. And like, normally it's not happening. <laughs> what, um, uh, can I ask you, like, what kind of programs you use to, to build it? Yes. So, I mean, we are like, uh, I mean, technically we are using like uh, React okay. as a framework. Then for like the 3D animation, we are like using 3GS, but there is <clears throat> in React, there is like a React 3 fiber. It's like a, some kind of uh, um, like layers between React and 3GS to make 
like a 3D content inside of React. Mm. So it's quite easy. I mean, if you do some HTML, you can do like quite easily like a, a sphere. You just make like a, some kind of like instead of like making H1 uh, like a mark, mark, uh, markup. Yeah. Uh, you do like some kind of like sphere, 3D sphere markup, and then you have a 3D sphere. And you can do like very like uh, 3D nice content quite fast in, in terms of development. And I mean, apart from that, my like uh, my coworker Renault is like uh, very into performances, so he always wants to make like the website like hyper, like very 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 smooth for everybody for all mm. the devices. So he will pay attention to, I mean, when he makes the website, he's going to to yeah check again and again and again how we can like save uh, small like performance problem. I mean, to fix all the performance problem and you will do a lot of st- a lot of stuff by end so yeah this is like how we make websites that's so interesting the, the last time somebody told me about react um he was uh my, my friend uh was using it to make an app so that's really interesting yeah. that uh so at the um was it sounds like he was making the app in in react and then sending mm-hmm. it somewhere else to uh get it ready to be on the app store like um i don't know much about it uh so uh like the only thing that i'm really exposed to right now is is webflow which is like very very different mm-hmm. um do you know a little bit about both of them and you can tell me a little bit about that i, I don't know much about webflow i just um just uh, know about what you can do more or less with Webflow, but um, I mean, what's great about React is like, uh, as you say, you can make like application, native application, but now you also can make websites and you can also make like, I think, application for your like desktop. And what's great now is like, you can even make a website and just compile it to make an application also at the same time. So just coding one time, you make one project and more or less, you can just export it for like all the all the device at one point, and the performance will be great. So this is why we decided to move on to to React um, in terms of like a framework because it's like uh, so great to just yeah compile for all the I mean all the platform. So I don't know about Webflow if you can like also make application uh, with Webflow. I- I've been researching that because I, I'm really interested in, in applications. I actually, mm. um, I, uh, there's this, this YouTube channel that I, I love. It's called Sorted Foods. Um, and they're a British food show and they have an app. And I'm the yeah. kind of person that if, if I like something, um, I'll just like reach out to you and try to be friends with you. So I actually reached out to somebody that uh, helps make their app and I'm actually going to like, have a phone call with them like hey like how did you make that what was that like <laughs> do you want to be friends <laughs> and so um I'll, I'll definitely have to talk to him about that too um but yeah i'm really interested in apps i don't have any experience in it but um i feel like it's like the natural next step for me to learn about yeah i think if i can recommend you like react is a nice way i think to make an application because you can also make a website with it after I, for my, uh, like application by the bits, uh, I learned uh, Flutter. So Flutter mm. is like, um, it's made by Google. 
and it allows you also to so you are making application but you also uh, you also can export it to web now i think so there is like so many ways you can just uh, learn uh, a tools to make applications and you can do it for web or make learn for web and do it to application so now you can do like i mean it's very easy if you find a, a tool you are comfortable with uh, normally you should at what point you will be able to export for to make an application with it i mean to do it everything you want huh okay yeah i'm definitely taking that and putting that in the back of my mind <laughs> <laughs> so so at at this point in your in the story um like where you are right now it, you're uh coming up on like is it eight months nine months of full-time utsubo so we just, I mean, <clears throat> the company was uh, created like in May, but we just left uh, the previous company, uh, Jizo, uh, in August. So it's, oh, been wow. like, it's been like two or three months uh, now. And so, yeah, things are going like uh, pretty well. Uh, we have like a lot of clients and we are making like very cool projects. So with nice uh, clients like BMW and uh, oh, Louis wow. Vuitton, which is that. Super cool for like a, a just a new company like us. We are so very very happy with uh, how things are going on. That's and so exciting. Right, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, right now we are like very focusing on the next biggest. Uh, I mean, next big project inside of the company. So what we are in mind is probably to release it in December, and it will be like. Uh, so I think you heard about metaverse. Yes. Like yeah. The, you. You said something about that in the beginning. I'm curious about that. So, so maybe people know that. Like, uh, I think yesterday uh, Facebook changed its name for Meta. Um, so Metaverse is going to be like the next big things uh, for like the next decade, I think. So, more or less, uh, we can like uh, we say that summarize that the Metaverse is like a 3D social network. You can like uh, play some game with a friend, talk, maybe you can walk inside of the environment. And it can be like you can reach the metaverse with your smartphone, with your like the desktop, with your like VR glasses. Uh, I think most of the people, the image they have of metaverse is like VR glasses, but uh, I think the idea is like you can just interact with the metaverse with all the device. And because we are very... Uh, like passionate about like making like 3D websites. Uh, right now we are working on like a big, big project for Meta, I mean, to make our own Metaverse. So we want to, wow. uh, to make uh, websites. Uh, right now we want to make a website like you can have interact with a lot of people and you can have some kind of game uh, inside. And I don't know if you know, like uh, Sky is the application. I mean, the game. Sky, S-K-Y? SKY, yeah. Uh, no, I don't. Or maybe if you know Journey, the game. Uh, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> so you can I, describe I, it. Yeah, I, I can recommend, like, uh, I mean, just to watch on YouTube, like a Journey. So Journey is like, a, it's a game, but it's not like uh, most of the game, you know, you have like, a, you have to fight people and you have to, I mean, you have to do a lot of stuff. Like Journey is more about like the, as the name say, like it's about a journey and it's just you traveling in a desert. And it's so the, the, the game is like 
beautiful. It's just amazing. And it's so like poetic. It's like, I mean, I, I really recommend everybody, like if you can play or if you can like watch uh, Let's Play on YouTube, yeah, just check it. It's like one of the most beautiful games ever made. Um, it's just about like a travel and you can meet, you can meet some people and just interact with them, not chatting, but just, you know, you can spend some time traveling together and then you can split up and it's just about like uh, doing your journey. And is, is this so, a recent game? It's not that recent, it's like six years, maybe seven years, something like oh, that. Okay. Okay. And so the same company, they really they released a, a game for iOS and Android, I think. So Sky. And Sky is also a bit like journey. It's like about like traveling, but it's more about like connecting with people. So what's great about the game is like uh, so you will do your quest, you will just like like move on, you have some like stuff. I mean you have to go to point A to point B, and it's just always also like very beautiful. But you can meet people, like other players, you can see them like uh, uh, like uh, at the same place as you, and you just can exchange gifts, or you can like, uh, I mean, you can just start to connect with them, uh, spending time together, just you know, like playing next to each other. And after, at what point you can like maybe make get friends, and then you can add later like talk to, to to each other. So it's it's more about like connecting with people without speaking speaking to each other at first and after later you can like uh, have a chat and create more bonds so what we want to do is like uh, i mean we definitely can't reach like this level of like beauty and quality and again i i, I recommend everybody to to take a look at the what uh, those games are but we want to make a metaverse that like people can connect with with each other and there is not, not like toxicity like uh, there is no i mean just spend because metaverse can be like very scary i think if for a lot of people in, in their mind so we want to make something like a, we want to make a beautiful experience and we want to to make people say okay i i i just want to go back to the metaverse i just want to connect with new people even if i'm not talking with them maybe but just yeah, this is what we want to do. So we're spending a lot of time and energy now to make the the, the project. And uh, I think uh, we can like uh, release it in December. And I think, I hope people will be very like uh, happy with the results. Where did that start? Like, <laughs> what was, did you get this idea for, like, how long have you been working on that? How long have you been interested in that? Was it from that game? Like, there are so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as I told you, when we decided to create uh, Utsubo, we were thinking about, like, uh, making, a, like, a very strong, like, 3D experience uh, with some kind of story, uh, like, just trying to symbolize a creative, creative process inside of, like, a 3D universe. And yeah, because we, we saw that it was going to take too much time because we need like a 3D, uh, model. Like, uh, we also ask, um, uh, Japanese, like, uh, character artists, uh, character designer to make uh, the design of the character for us. So it took too much time. And that's why we decided. Uh, so it was supposed to be our portfolio, uh, well, at, at first. And, uh, we just realized that if we do a very, like, 
strong uh, uh, like 3D universe for portfolio is not going to to how to say too much well with like uh, you know okay you, now you can see our project and you can click mm. so it's not very immersive if you if you put too much text and too too much um, like photo and everything it's not going to blend well that that's that was a big I mean that's a big problem when you make like a 3D like a very strong 3D website so that's why we decided okay we are going to to put this project and make something else with it make more like a game or something like that and for uh, our portfolio we are going we made like uh, the, the website you you saw um, after we start to to think about what we what we want to do for the, this 3D experience and we say okay we want to make something like very poetic like a, like a, a journey because we we are like a very huge fan of like this uh, studio um yeah we want to make something poetic and we want we, we want to make something that people can have like fun uh something that shows that uh like a very, like what we can do in 3d now in web is like very cool so we want to make something very beautiful as mm. much as beautiful as possible um yeah at what point we, we did say okay maybe it could be cool also to make it like a multiplayer so it's it's a lot more interesting mm. and at that point we just uh saw people talking about the metaverse and we just realized that what we were doing was like very close to what can be a metaverse and that's why we decided okay we should go to, for to make this project metaverse and maybe in the future like make it, making something like uh, very big but uh we will see Oh my god. What what was your reaction to I I know we're at 2 hours so if you have to go let me know. But I, what was okay. what was your reaction to um uh hearing about the metaverse because I I uh my first reaction was I I saw it on online and then I saw all of these memes uh where they actually replaced Mark Zuckerberg's face with feta like feta cheese and then they changed it to feta. That's that's like pretty much my only interaction with it. I don't really know what what much is going on. It seems like he it's uh some of those videos I saw I was like, "Oh, so it's like like having these Zoom meetings but like actually everybody's like in the same space and you're actually fully mm-hmm. immersive and everything like that." So so uh what what are you thinking right now? I think now it's I mean, this idea of like you you put a VR like a cask and then you go inside of metaverse and you just play with people it's like maybe too early i mean most of the people they are not going to they don't have a vr cask and it's very like uh, not uh, welcoming i think um so right now i think it's not like uh, the correct time for metaverse uh, but Definitely now with the technology, uh, I mean, what, especially what you can do in 3D in web, uh, because, uh, recently, like there is iOS 15, who just released. And with iOS 15, there is like the, what we, we call WebGL 2. So it's, uh, I mean, like when you have like a 3D website or very like a graphic, uh, website, um, I mean, the possibility, uh, until now was like very limited because Safari and iOS device mm-hmm. they were not supporting a lot of like uh, things compared to other browsers. And now because they are finally after like uh, two or three years late, uh, they finally 
uh, allow people to make like WebGL2 uh, things. So now we can fully like make very, very uh, like uh, immersive and like very strong 3D experience. And so I think this is a perfect moment now for to make uh, 3D like a social network and that kind of stuff. But making something like only using VR is like so impersonal. So you, you mm -hmm. are just cutting you from the reality. So yeah, when I see project like Sky, or it's just about like spending time with each, with each other, even like you are not talking, but you can still have like some kind of emotional bond with people. It's like, this is the correct way. This is like, if you're doing a social network, it's not about like too much like showing, okay, uh, today I, I did this amazing stuff and all, all other people that will feel bad because they didn't do it. It's more about <laughs> just, you know, spending time together and, um, yeah, just having fun and maybe have a so small chat and also maybe in, later you can work together because now we are like so, so much apart and working in like, uh, I mean, I think we all see that like working in, uh, in a remote is quite, uh, it's putting too much distance. So if there is a place we can just, even have like a 3D avatar, even not just a cute stuff <laughs> and we can see people like just moving. Uh, around each other it's just at least it's making us closer i think so that's uh i mean that's what we want to do and i think metaverse is going to be important uh for the future but not that like uh closing <laughs> people like putting people in cage and <laughs> the thing we want to do it it sounds like like uh both of you kind of uh getting a little bit closer by joining this this like space in between um yeah. rather than uh than the matrix <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. i uh i have uh kind of one more uh question for you um before we wrap up and uh that's um I, I read this book um, when I first started learning about user experience design and, mm -hmm. and web design and everything. And it changed my, my mind a lot. It, it's called, is this book called um, the experience economy. Um, mm. And it's written by uh, these, uh, these two professors and they were talking about um, how uh, there's, there's services, there's products, and then there's experiences. Mm. And if you don't want to, be if you don't want to fall behind if you don't want to be considered a commodity like like oil or bananas or something like that that you just want the cheapest thing to do the job like you need to be an experience and it, it listening to you talk about all these different projects what you're passionate about and everything it just it seems like you're you're really passionate in in creating these experiences for people rather than just the product of a website Hmm. Yeah. Now, now you made me want to to read the, the, the book. <laughs> I mean, I love I love this idea of like experience economy. So this is what yeah, what we want to do is an experience. We, do, we just don't want to make a website that yeah, like a normal website. We want to make something that impacts people. Yeah, it, it was really interesting. They were talking about all of these different things. Like there was a museum that that had a rain room. Like and so, uh, you would sit. You would there would be a line for for hours and hours for people to spend like five minutes in this room where it's 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 a it's a black room 
there's a spotlight on you you see nothing else but it, there's just like this water that falls like rain and you just sit there for for like five minutes and it's like the most incredible experience and then all of these um fashion brands that are now having restaurants and 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 just all of these different things it's so interesting and then when i see unique sites like yours i'm like wow i don't know what else is going to to happen like it sounds so exciting then when you're talking about this in-between place for people to interact it's just oh it just sounds so so cool so when you look at the future are are uh, are you really excited about things that might just happen in like the next couple years or so? Yeah, def- definitely. There is like so many cool stuff that are going to happen. Just um, uh, you, you made me, about the museum. You made me think about uh, there is a nice company in Japan. It's called Team Lab, mm-hmm. and they are, they are making very like a immersive uh, place with so many like illumination and music. It, it, just about the experience. You are just going to the place and it's so beautiful. There is like waterfall of, I mean, light of, well, like waterfall and everything. Uh, it's so beautiful and you just, yeah, you can go and you can spend like 10 minutes watching the animation and just get immersed yourself in the world. So I, I really, I mean, now it's quite difficult to go to Japan, obviously, <laughs> because it's close. But, uh, if you can watch a video and then if you come to Japan, uh, try to go to like so some kind of team lab. They have like many places now in, in Japan. Um, if you can go to team lab, uh, world or team lab, uh, labo, team lab, uh, uh, space, I think, uh, I mean, they have like a lot of place. If you can go there, I really, really recommend you take like a half day going there. You, the experience is amazing. That would be so fun. <laughs> Uh, well, let, me, let me know if you come to Japan. I will. I, th- I I've actually been talking with uh, with a couple of friends about fun places that we would want to go, and it's it's definitely on like my my top three. And I haven't done a lot of travel in a while, so I'm I think that would be really fun. So if if I do go, I will let, definitely let you know. That would be really fun to actually meet you in person. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with me. It was really nice to to get to know you. It's it's so relaxing for me to to be able to actually talk to somebody uninterrupted for two hours and like really really get to know you thank you yeah and and the i'm glad that you you had a good time uh the the last thing that i do um before the end is i i just uh uh, reintroduce myself i say what Mm -hmm. i do and where people can find me and then i always end with with you um and uh you say what you do uh how people can find you and then we wrap up the podcast does that sound like a good plan perfect perfect okay all right so hi <laughs> my name is emily Giordano. i am a uh american web designer webflow developer and uh ux person um i i love web design i love user experience design i love animation webflow is is by far one of my favorite things that exists um i uh work full time uh, as a ux designer at metlife and right now and i also run my own um uh, freelancing business um working creating websites for people and i ju- i just think it's it's really fun so if you want to reach out to me and you want to get to know me work on a project together chat on the podcast you can find me at uh, emily e-m-i-l-y 
at greatdesignlead.com. Uh, Great Design Lead is my Instagram. It's my uh, YouTube. Um, it's my website. You just add .com at the end <laughs> and uh, the podcast. And yeah, that, that's all the different places that you can find me. Um, if you want to watch uh, the, my Itsubo uh, reaction video, it'll be on the YouTube. I don't have a ton of videos, so you'll be able to find it uh, pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, so so that's that's it with me. And we'll finish up with you and then we'll head out of here. Yeah, thank you. So I again, uh, so I'm just on the camera, so I'm the CEO of Utsubo. And you can find more information about Utsubo on uh, utsubo.co. Uh, we also like quite active on Twitter. So Utsubo Co, Utsubo CEO attach. And if you want to find me, it, um, my Twitter name is like, uh, Ocelin, O-C-E-L-Y-N. And I think that's it. Perfect. And then I'll have all of that in the podcast description so people can just click the link and it'll take them there. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much for your time. And I guess this is just goodbye until next time. Yeah, definitely.